A reading from Mark 9, 30-37. They left that place and passed through Galilee. Jesus did not want anyone to know where they were, because he was teaching his disciples. He said to them, The Son of Man is going to be delivered into the hands of men. They will kill him, and after three days he will rise. But they did not understand what he meant and were afraid to ask him about it. They came to Capernaum. When he was in the house, he asked them, What were you arguing about on the road? But they kept quiet because on the way they had argued about who was the greatest. Sitting down, Jesus called the twelve and said, Anyone who wants to be first must be the very last and the servant of all. He took a little child whom he placed among them. Taking the child in his arms, he said to them, Whoever welcomes one of these little children in my name welcomes me, and whoever welcomes me does not welcome me, but the one who sent me. I find it almost comical when Jesus says, What were you guys arguing about? <laughs> and they don't want to <laughs> answer. They just kind of all look down at their sandals. You yeah. know, they don't want to answer why it's so embarrassing. They were arguing about who's the greatest. They, knew, they must have known Jesus was going to not be pleased with that ridiculous, self-absorbed argument. And the way he answered it, of course, another one of his amazing illustrations. Picks up a child, right? And he says, you want to be greatest in my kingdom? You know, be like this child. And, you know, in our day and age, we really elevate children. We almost to the degree of worshiping them. We orient our whole lives around children and their mm -hmm. sports activities and their futures and their careers and all that stuff. Back in Jesus' time, man, children were like dogs. Just ran around to your ankles. You didn't really pay much attention to them until they survived toddlerhood, and then you gave them a name. And then Can't they, even imagine that. Right? Um, <laughs> and he's, like, he's like, actually, you want to be great? Be, what's he saying? What's he showing us here? Well, what's true about children? They are totally and utterly dependent. They're dependent on their father and on their mother. And he's saying, don't try to rise up and be an independent leader force in this world. No become more and more deep. It's almost like a Benjamin button. You know, as you get older in the faith, you need to get younger in the sense of more and more daily, hourly, minute by minute dependence on God for everything. Hmm. That's how you become great in his kingdom. Hmm. Yeah. In John seven, um, the disciples are basically encouraging Jesus to get out there and, and go to these festivals, these Jewish festivals and, and get his name out there and, and stand up and speak and hmm. be public because that's what a public figure does. And then Jesus is saying, no, it's not my time. The father hasn't sent me yet. And, and it just, it goes to show that Jesus was so countercultural um, that the kingdom of God is this upside down kingdom where the first shall be last and the last shall be first. So Nathan, I totally agree with, with everything you said. And I think we, it's, it's difficult to reorient ourselves towards something else other than ourselves. Um, I know I struggle with that sometimes and to make our lives about Jesus um, mm -hmm. instead of ourselves or mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. about Jesus instead of our kids or about Jesus instead of our whatever and insert what comes to mind for you. My only comment is a little thought that entered my mind as Nathan was speaking. Uh, what, as you get to know uh, Scripture and through Scripture Jesus better, uh, and you know what is the what is your emotional um, 
what is your emotional response to the way you're spending your time and stuff like that? And just for me, uh, I've been doing this now for a little over 30 years in uh, returning the, uh, to the Bible and then, you know, just wading through it and not really understanding it. Um, I must say, in my case, I'm more committed to uh, this this part of my life than um, anything else, company, everything, everything is, it becomes everything, but not in an obsessive or strange way, but because I feel that I'm uh, gaining a better understanding of the truth of uh, everything I've experienced, the truth that comes to us through Jesus Christ about this thing we call life. Um, it goes through many stages. When you get to be in your 70s and you're just as enthusiastic as, uh, as you were when you were younger, I think that's a sign of how truthful the Bible is, how, how it is really unfolding a, the, the, um, uh, just the absolute mystery, beauty, and truth of life. It's, it sort of encapsulates it in ways that uh, I never anticipated when I was younger. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to add one thing here at the end. Uh, Eric, I, I think you are a great example of somebody who is growing more towards childlike faith. I'm going to say this is not an insult, it's a compliment. You're a 70 something year old child and <laughs> what i mean by that many would agree yeah. <laughs> yeah what you just said a minute ago was some years ago you were more interested in running your company and now you're more interested in coming to your heavenly father through his word every day that's childlike you, you delight in waking up and going to to sit at your father's lap and get wisdom from his word Whereas you used to be mostly interested in running a company. You see the difference? You're oh, yeah. becoming more childlike in your wonder, in your appreciation, in your dependence, and in your relationship with your Heavenly Father. So you're a 70-something-year-old child, and you're welcome <laughs> for the compliment. Uh, I just uh, I have to, uh, just to finish this up, I have to go to, you like 73, I like 70, Psalm 71. And there's this line in the 17th verse that kind of just kind of uh, – you know, affirms what you just said. Oh God, from my youth, you have taught me and I still proclaim your wondrous deeds. So even to old age and gray hairs, oh God, do not forsake me until, until I proclaim your might to another generation, your power to all those to come. That's my prayer. Amen. Hmm.